Welcome to Grit, the Real Estate Growth Mindset Podcast, hosted by Brian Charlesworth, founder of Sisu. Sisu provides growth automation software for real estate. You'll hear stories from real estate thought and technology leaders, team owners, and brokers on how they grew their business in a rapidly changing industry. You'll learn how to transform your brokerage and teams into a high-performing and analytics-driven business so you have a new, durable, competitive advantage against disruption in your market. So let's get right into it. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the GRIP podcast. I'm Brian Charlesworth, founder of CSU and the host of the show. And today I'm here with Howard Tager. Uh, Howard is the co-founder and CEO of YLOPO. Uh, any of you running real estate teams out there know who YLOPO is, and we're going to dig deeper into that today. But Howard has also built and sold two tech companies, is my understanding. Is that right, Howard? Uh, one was a, a digital marketing and tech company. My first company, which was two years out of college, uh, was, believe it or not, an SAT prep company. <laughs> I hesitate saying that because of all the news of uh, uh, all the scandals in the college admissions uh, world this year. Um, but that was the first thing was my, my business partner and I at the time, two years in a college, wrote a program uh, to raise kids scores on the SATs and ACTs. So that was the first business a long time ago. Okay, so I have a good friend who's now running a company doing that same thing called Schmoop. Are you familiar with them? I am not. I have okay. been head down in the real estate and real estate tech world since the beginning of 2007. So, you know, 13 years, uh, I actually, uh, it was a great business, um, but I got out of that business for purely intellectual reasons. You can make a lot of money in that business if you do it really well. Um, but intellectually, it, it, I just got to the point where I wasn't waking up in the morning super energized about what we're gonna do. It became very repetitive. And um, this is now my second company in, in this space, real estate, real estate technology, working with agents, teams, brokerages, and I love it. I just love it. So I, I kind of got lucky. I found my home back in 2007, and it's not a home I want to leave. So in speaking with you before we went live on the air today, uh, I could feel your passion around the real estate space. So tell me, how did you get into real estate and what brought you this way? Because I've been in that same mode. We're both entrepreneurs, and when you're when you're in that mode of not absolutely loving what you're doing, it's tough, right? That's when you know it's time to move on because passion is really what drives us, right? Yeah, I look for I look for four boxes. I've got like these four simple quadrants. I think most people do, right? Which is, you know, I'm I'm not yet at the point in my life where, which I will be, where everything I do is going to be devoted to philanthropic and charitable, you know, uh, efforts and endeavors. Um, but I'm still in that sort of, you know, serial entrepreneur. And so at the end of the day, that one, the one simple box is it's got to be real revenues and real profits. And I see all these companies now that get multi-billion dollar valuations and they never make a profit, which kind of, I hate to say it, pisses me off. Because um, I, I really worry about, I guess I'm very Warren Buffett, real, real revenues and real profits, right? So there's that checkbox. Um, and there's the checkbox of, you know, providing a product or service that my clients truly value. I see a lot of other companies in our space, especially real estate technology, where they build these giant sales teams and they're calling realtors, they're calling agents, they're calling them, calling them, calling them. And they, all they're trying to do is outsell 
the attrition, <laughs> their, their client loss of their product, because at the end of the day, their client doesn't really, the, the, sorry, the, the service doesn't really deliver. And so that's the other really important checkbox, which is, you know, when we show up at a conference, we want our clients running up to us and hugging us and saying, oh my God, why Lippo? Like literally, I was just, I came back from Inman and it, it just struck me, like the client came up to me and said, Howard, I can't tell you, you are changing the lives of the agents in, on our team. It's a small team, right? Um, but he, he's like, we haven't seen them. And there's a bunch of different clients that said it to me. We haven't seen them with a, with, you know, with a spring in their step yeah. you know, for a long time. And they're super excited. So, so that's a really important checkbox for me. Um, you know, the other thing is, as I mentioned you know, to you prior, was I have to wake up in the morning and just be so freaking excited about what I do and the problems that we're gonna solve and you know, for our clients and for ourselves. And it's, a, you know, it's just like this super competitive game that we're in. Um, and you know, I'm, I guess I'm just kind of really addicted to it, right? So um, I'm, I love what we do. I love our, our community of clients and um, yeah, it's just really energizing. So that's, that's awesome. It's intellectually challenging every day. Um, so how, you know, how you deal with the opportunities and how you deal with the, with the problems. Lastly, th I think I'm very, the fourth box, I think I'm very, very um, conscious and try to be thoughtful about the work environment for the people that work for us at Wailopa. And, um, you know, uh, I would never want to put myself in a working environment or situation. I wouldn't put someone else in a situation I wouldn't want to be in myself. Mm -hmm. So kind of very thoughtful about that and want to create a place where, you know, our, our staff never wants to leave and they're, they feel part of the mission, uh, love the culture and want to grow with us. So those are, those are my four check boxes. How did I, to answer your question, how did I get into this? It was fluky. Yeah, what brought you over here? It was really fluky. So um, I'd had this kind of education tutoring test prep business and a, a guy that had built it became quite a big business. And the guy that had built our management information system had gone off, you know, after a while. And it turns out he went to Ann Arbor, Michigan to work with his brother. His brother was a real estate broker in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And uh, this kid, you know, who was an amazing programmer built an incredible system back in like 2005, 2006, a long time ago. And he, I think he knew that he had built something that was beyond just leveraging it in the one brokerage in Ann Arbor. Mm -hmm. So he reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm developing this system. We're using the system with high degree of success. I, I'd love for you to see it and give me your strategic advice. Um, now, whether or not he truly just wanted my strategic advice or that was kind of the entryway in to see if I wanted to you know, work in the business, I'll never know. But he, he um, never told I, you that? No, he, he's a <laughs> programmer guy, like, yeah. you know, it's, anyway. Okay. Um, so, uh, but I'll take it at face value that he just wanted my advice, right? So, you know, I took a look at it. I was really blown away. And then I did a lot of due diligence, which I recommend that anyone do when you're looking at an opportunity, uh, really do your research. And I spent, you know, probably two months um, speaking to as many people in this new industry I didn't know anything about, um, people who were in a variety of different roles. And I walked away from the 60-day due diligence saying, wow, what this kid has built is really needed. It's really needed. It's going to be valued. P 
people are going to want to pay for it. It's going to be a great thing. So I came back to him and said, here is my strategic advice. You should partner with me. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was my you know, first piece of advice. Second piece of advice is we're giving away half the company right away to these two other guys who I think we should partner with because they bring other elements that we don't have. And with the four of us, we have the perfect storm of, of abilities. And, um, you know, this, this, this guy was like, yeah, I'm in, like, that's great, you know? So I, I, you know, give him a lot of credit for being an entrepreneur who wasn't, you know, um, so tight, like with all the equity, he understood that it, it takes a village. And that's, that's kind of one of my 12 commandments of business, right? It takes yeah. a village. Yeah. And I'm always trying to be really critical of myself of the things I'm not good at and be cognizant of it and then surround myself with people who are really good in those areas that I suck at. Right. And I think that's one of the keys to success. So, so that's what we did. And we had like hockey stick growth and we created this like all in one system, you know, with a CRM and marketing and home search and all that. And kind of the rest is history. And there were a lot of other companies that saw our success. Um, we refused to oversell markets, um, unlike some other folks. And so we created an opportunity um, because once we got to a certain level, we wouldn't take on, we'd create a wait list in geographic areas. And that created an area, an opportunity for all these other kind of clones to come out and build really massive businesses. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was Tiger Lead. And um, we started that in 2007. And we were acquired by Realtor.com in, in September of 2012. And everything was great there until they got acquired by News Corp, which was like 2014 or something like that. And yeah. then things like really, really changed. So um, we, we so came you back stuck in. around after that acquisition. You were around for two years until News Corp acquired the business or how did that work? Yeah, I was around for like two and a half years. Um, enjoyed everyone I worked with over there. We were like the fastest growing division of, of Move in 2013. Um, and I think their acquisition, I, I'm not exactly sure, it might have been like tail end of 2014 or something. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just sort of, I, I think at that point, once News Corp came in, I think their real focus was at the portal level, uh, not necessarily at the agent sort of software as a service level mm -hmm. uh, or team, team software as a service level. It was more like, how do we compete against Zillow and on a national basis and big TV ads and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Um, yeah, so, so we kind of, you know, left that, that situation. Um, but it was a great run while we were, while we were at RDC, it was great, no complaints. And then, um, you know, uh, my, my co-founder G came to me at one point and said, yeah, this great idea for Ylopo. And I'm like, what's Ylopo? And he's like, well, it's the last five letters of the word monopoly spelled backwards. So monopoly the ultimate game of real estate turning it on its head and that's the symbolism so what we like to do is zig when everyone's zagging right uh common sort of business cliche but we really do it like when everyone was building these all-in-one systems we said well the future is not an all-in-one walled garden that doesn't talk to other folks mm -hmm. um we think the future is two-way open api information flowing back and forth so if for example a team you know, loves Ylopo and they want to add Sisu, we can actually do a very thoughtful integration, which I know we're, yeah. we're, we're working on, right? Or if they love Sisu, but they want to add Ylopo, 
you know, we're very complimentary. Like, and so it's, it's being thoughtful about, you know, like, for example, like we don't, we don't own a CRM, right? We partner with the industry's top CRMs mm-hmm. so that when a team comes to us, if they have 20 agents and they're already on CRM platform, you know, XYZ, that's fine. We don't have to move them off that. We just want to make sure we have this really tremendous integration of information flowing back and forth. So we kind of like turned the model on its head. And I think that's the future. Um, we also really, really dug into social media marketing, whereas everyone at the time was really focused on sort of portal leads or Google pay-per-click leads. We really dug in with Facebook, worked really closely with them. Uh, they've done three business case studies on us. They're going to do a fourth. And what we were trying to prove was you can do effective marketing on, on social media. And, mm-hmm. and, and no one had really had a sort of great result there yet, right? So 100, 100% of our marketing as well, well, not as well, but 100% of our marketing happens to be on Facebook, so. Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, so just always thinking about, you know, kind of what's been done, you know, and, and what's old and how to do, you know, it in a new way. And we just like to solve problems. We're doing that right now with our most recent release with Diva, the dynamic video ads. And that's a technology that you cannot find anywhere else in the industry. But we saw a need, we saw a problem. You know, how do you cost effectively run ads? There's a tremendous amount of really cost effective ad space on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. But the process of shooting a video, editing a video, uploading the video, placing the ads on, uh, you know, Facebook, um, it's a difficult process. But these videos age out very quickly, they time out very quickly. And they have to be formatted differently for Facebook versus Instagram versus YouTube. So we spent like <laughs> like a year and a half building some really badass tech to automate the whole thing for our clients. So they can literally go in, put in an MLS number of a, let's say a new listing that has got, and boom, you know, ads are running, you know, video ads, right? So it's just some really crazy tech. And that's what, again, that's what gets me so pumped up about what we do is, is every time we do something, that's not just like, oh, we're just doing something someone else did. It's just doing kind of you know, new stuff. Yeah, I love it. You and I, in speaking before, before we got started today, like everything you say as far as your vision of the industry and your mission and all that stuff is the exact same stuff that we feel at CSU. So it's, it's fun to speak with you uh, about this. One of the things you mentioned is you guys, I mean, you guys intentionally said, we are not a CRM. We did the exact same thing. Uh, you guys, though, CRMs, most of them are generating leads for their customers, although they they have a bunch of other people doing that as well, right? And so you guys have figured out how to just work with every team and every CRM, and you're integrated now with, with all of them, or how does that yeah, work? Yeah, that's a good point. So I would say, like, I put them in two baskets, right? There are CRM only companies, right? So, you know, Follow Boss, Lion Desk, uh, you know, Contactually was, was acquired by Compass, but there are, you know, C- pure CRM options. Mm-hmm. Um, we even have clients on Salesforce and FusionSoft, yep. those, kind, those kinds of products. Um, and then there's the all-in-ones, right? And there's Commissions Inc and there's Boomtown and there's Chime and Firepoint and all that. But what's interesting is that, is that a bunch of the all-in-ones, um, you know, they, they, they have built like CRM-only versions of their product just for us. Um, because I, I think that they'd rather focus on the CRM part than all the stuff that, that we're doing, right? 
Mm -hmm. um, but but we're happy to integrate with you know with everybody, and then the client can choose what they want to do with us, what they want to do with them. Um, yeah, and that's the kind of the world you know the world in which we we live. Yeah, yeah, understood. So I want to I want to dig in a little bit deeper. You were talking about how you last week were at Inman meeting with all these people and everyone's coming up to you. Hey, yeah, you're changing my agent's lives. I want you to share with us what what's changing their actual lives. Um, yeah, and, and, it's also and I, I just my guess would be uh, knowing and working very closely in this industry, most real estate agents don't like to pick up the phone and do outbound calls to expired and FISBOs, right? So anyway, talk to us a little yeah, more about so, that. So I think, I think you know, it's like we could bifurcate the answer to this question, which is what are we doing for the agents, you know, on the team? And then also what are we doing for the independent broker owner, you know, and or the team leader? Um, you know, uh, I love Zillow, <laughs> but I love them for selfish reasons. Um, they're very good for our business here at Wailopo because we have become a really, really nice home for whether or not like someone's a really, really big hitter and they're dominating, they're buying lots of portal leads on realtor.com or Zillow, you know, where they have the Zillow offers deal or whatever it is, we can put their program right on steroids. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole set of tech that we have, um, you know, so for example, you know, Robert Slack is probably my biggest client, you know, in the country is one of the biggest, you know, teams in the world. And he's going to do 5,000 sides this year, right? Or more, um, you know, a well over a billion dollars of, of transactions. Well, they had an enormous database of, now I say the word leads and I hate saying the word leads. I like to say relationships because I think leads dehumanizes what it is. Like it's a person, right? So yeah. we're trying to develop a relationship with this person. So his massive database, 350,000 relationships, right? That was sitting dormant. And we said, look, we're not even gonna do any lead gen for you for a while. That'll be like step two. Step one is we're just gonna go in there with sophisticated dynamic remarketing with our AI, um, you know, Raya, our real estate AI. And we're gonna awaken this database of leads that you've already spent a gazillion dollars on, but you're not making any more money on it right now. Yeah. And so we did that you know, for him and for his team. And it was just like, they just love us. Just love us. And we let, like most of the big teams love us for that, for basically being able to resuscitate this database that's been kind of sitting dormant and sitting and sitting fallow. Um, so that's kind of one of the things that, that we do. But then there's all these other folks now, and I really heard this loud and clear at Inman, who are worried about the really, really big companies constantly changing their pricing, constantly raising their pricing constantly changing their model, experimenting with commission splits, right? More, you know, going into, going into their pockets and taking commission splits. And I really, really pride myself in the fact that for the life of my prior company and for the life of Wailopo, I've never raised prices. And why is that? Because I put myself, like I put myself in the shoes of my employees, I put myself in the shoes of my clients. How can you build up, um, you know, plan out your future. How can you build a business model, um, build build a structure, right, uh, with your team members, on a on a on a lead you know provider that's that's not reliable in terms of what they're going to charge you, right? Mm -hmm. So creating a very cost effective, predictable, huge stream of buyer and seller leads outside of the portals is really what we do for our clients, 
And um, uh, we're going to see a massive amount of folks continue to move their marketing spends to us in 2020 because of that, because they can build predictable and successful businesses with us as a partner. It's a true partnership versus us always thinking about how to like move our publicly traded stock price, which we don't have a publicly traded stock price, right? Yeah. Um, so I can think deeply about long-term success. I think for the agents, you know, they now have a system where it's not really, again, just about the lead gen. We have built a system where we, we take a lead or a relationship, think about like this stream, right? A stream and then it goes this river, right? And then it goes down like a waterfall and it goes into this pool of, of sharks, right? Well, what we're doing is we're fishing these relationships out of the stream, way upstream, and we're putting it in the fishbowl of our clients. Now, to stay in that fishbowl, we've got to apply state-of-the-art technology to keep them there in the branded fishbowl of my clients. No one knows the brand Lopo except my clients, right? It's not yeah. about Zillow. It's not about Open Door. It's not about, you know, Homelight. It's not about Realtor.com. It's about my client's brand, putting my client's brand front and center with their entire database and their and staying top of mind 24 seven with their entire geographic market. And we use um, dynamic listing alerts, dynamic remarketing, real estate AI to constantly bring them back and constantly proactively converse with them. And for all the folks who are maybe just still in the aspiring stage, they're not even in the researching stage, let alone the ready to transact stage. We're, it's just like a light, it's a light touch, right? But we keep them in my client's fishbowl when their home search behavior on the buy side or their sort of, you know, or their research on what homes are selling for on the sell side, when that stuff heats up, we immediately send our agents, we tap them on the shoulder with a priority alert and we say, here's what they just did. They just shared a home with their significant other. They just looked at 124 Main Street for the fourth time or they're saving lots of homes to their favorites. So my, so the agents are like, oh my God, I don't have to like just get dispirited brokenhearted because I've got to wade through thousands of leads and everyone's hanging up, hanging the phone up to me. They can now focus on the priority leads that we're alerting them to. And they can focus on the conversations that Raya, which is a total chatbot, is having via text with their prospects. They can turn off Raya and then pick up the conversations themselves. So it's trying to make their lives a bit easier, much more, you know, much more efficient. Um, and then just kind of really creating a cool, you know, culture and community so that they know, you know, you see I'm wearing my white up professor shirt. Yeah. And on the back it says, can you see it? We're here to help. Here to help. Yeah. So, so, you know, we have so many wonderful clients who have really figured out um, the best way to apply our technology to their team's business. And they love us so much that, that they become white up professors. And they will teach newer clients, like, you know, here's what you need to do. Here's how you need to talk to a white level lead. You know, let's all, you know, we had a nationwide calling night, which was so much fun. We try to get as many clients as possible and gamify it, right? Because we know, like, if we can get a team in one night a month, texting, calling, texting, calling, texting, calling, they're setting a mad number of appointments, right? Yeah. So, um, anyway, I, I can go off in so many different directions Brian, about, about kind of, you know, sort of answering that, that question, but I don't know if I answered it or not. But. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have about 10 more questions that I want to ask you based on what you've said, but one, one of the things I'd really like to know from you, I mean, you've talked a lot about the portals and, and how those are different. You're capturing these upstream 
where do you, I'd like to sh learn more about your vision of where you see the real estate industry being in five years and 10 years, because there are a lot of companies that have been focused on putting the real estate team, real estate brokerage out of business. And there's a lot of companies like yours and like ours that are focused on what can we do to make sure that these guys are the most effective, efficient powerhouses, you know, running their business like a business right out there. So. Yeah. It's like, I think the analogy was like when I started off saying like, I've got to really be honest with myself, brutally honest with myself about not only like, what am I good at? What do I suck at? Right. Like, what am I not going to do? Right. Like I'm not going to go start coding. I'm not going to go into Facebook manager and start running ads. You know, that's just not who I am. I do different things. So are any of us going to compete with a half a billion dollar marketing budget, you know, that, Zillow might have or whatever the, like I'm seeing home light commercials everywhere. Like they're spending a huge amount of money, right? Are we going to compete with that? So we are honest, you know, with ourselves, what can we do? And we absolutely can partner with teams to crush it locally. And that's why we release technology like the dynamic video ad engine, right? Yeah. We can help, you know, our teams focus on a set geographic area. Our teams are building databases that they want to stay 24-7 top of mind with. This is, what, this is how we can stay ahead and compete with the big guys. Also, can every team build out their entire, you know, super sophisticated digital marketing set? They can't, right? Is any team going to build Diva? I mean, there isn't even a tech company that has that, has that product, right? Or, or the level at which we do AI, I haven't seen it, right? So we become that partner for teams who are on a local basis to say, okay, you don't have the R&D or tech budget of, I don't know, you know, Compass or Redfin or Zillow, whatever it is, but you yeah. do. You now have that because we're your partner there. We have no intention of becoming a brokerage. We have no intention of getting into your commissions, right? This is what you guys do, but you also don't have to go and build everything that we're building. We become your partner and you also don't have to worry about what tech is coming next on the digital marketing or nurture or AI side, because we've got it. And that's like, I hear that comment all the time. Like we literally, where were we? We were in uh, Charleston before Inman and we were speaking, G and I were speaking at a conference and there was like a little kind of beer and pizza mixer after. And I still remember the client coming up to us and saying, I don't have to worry about building any of this stuff or what's coming next. I know you guys have it covered. Like, no, and like, I'll never forget, yeah. you know, him telling me that, right? So I think that, you know, as I look, as I look forward, I, I've, I've laughed for a decade when everyone's trying to, dis, you know, disintermediate the agent. I mean, it's the largest economic transaction for most consumers by far. Um, it is a, really a hairy beast when you look at the size of, you know, all the documents and, and disclosures and I'm like, you know, you know, what is an agent? Everyone is like, oh, an agent's a salesperson and we just should like cut their commissions. Like an agent is not a salesperson. They are, right? But there are so many other things. There are cults, you know, they're a consultant. They're a, they're a psychologist, right? For they're sure. a mediator. They're a, you know, a CEO of the transaction and getting everything done. Like it's really, really stressful and there's a lot to do, right? So I think that, you know, we, we all have come to grips with the fact that there is always going to be a percentage of a market, um, especially in markets that have a lot of commoditized type housing. There's a percentage of the market where absolutely people would 
do not want to put their home in the MLS. They need to sell quickly. They won't want to take a 10% haircut, whatever it is. There is room for that. Um, but look at the legal industry, right? You know, there's, there's all the lawyers, right? And then right. you got LegalZoom. And yep. then below LegalZoom, you got no low press. Like there's sections of a market for anything, but I'm not doom and gloom about where the place of the agent is. I'm more bullish than ever about the importance. As a matter of fact, I think there's going to be some backlash um, on some of these folks that are trying to fully automate and disintermediate the agent because there's going to be some major lawsuits of stuff that's not happening mm -hmm. um, that our agents take care of. Yeah, I think that legal, I've never heard the comparison with the legal industry, but with LegalZoom, it is very comparable to that, right? You can get this level of service or you can jump up and get this higher level of service. And that's that's essentially, I agree 100%, that's ex essentially what's going on in this industry. It just, yeah, it depends on what you're trying to accomplish. So, you know, if you need a really simple will, okay, you know, and you have like not a lot of assets, you could go to LegalZoom and save some money. You know, if you're worth $25 million or whatever it is, I don't think you're going to do your estate planning through LegalZoom, right? Right. Um, if you're selling your brokerage, I don't think you're going through LegalZoom to sell your brokerage. You're going to have a great attorney, right? So um, I, I think it's kind of a cool analogy in how we have to think about our space a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's talk a little bit more about Diva. Uh, most people probably aren't familiar with that. Uh, do you want to share more around that? Yeah, so we just released that, you know, last week. We had our biggest webinar ever. Our clients are like, what? You'd like, you just released, you know, Raya. Now you're releasing Diva. Like, you know, their heads are spinning. I think. I think so maybe, have, maybe back up and tell us first, what is Raya and then what uh, is Diva? Let's be, let's, let's talk about where you were and where you're going. Right. So, um, so Raya basically, okay. So before that sort of like dynamic remarketing. So everyone kind of sends like listing alerts, right? get a lead, send listing alerts, especially on the buyer side. Um, but a lot of those listing alerts weren't dynamic. So they weren't flowing with where the consumer was flowing. So let's say a consumer came in and they were looking in the suburbs, but then all of a sudden, you know, the wife leans over to the husband and says, too boring in the suburbs. I want to go to the city center and wake up and get coffee in the morning, right down Main Street, whatever it is, right? So now they're searching in the city center. Well, you're, you know, you've got to have technology that follows that right away. So your listing alerts are very precise and they have changed right away. Um, so your typical CRM, just to clarify, I think uh, for, for most people listening, your typical CRM is really, I'm going in there as an agent, I'm setting up alerts in a certain county or city or something like that. Whereas you guys are recognizing, oh, this is where they're looking. I'm just going to send them that. Just well, they might capture the initial search and they're setting up the listing alerts on the initial search. Yes. Now the agent has to worry about like watching those alerts and are they still on topic? Well, that's too much time, it's too time consuming. Like how are you gonna do that on a thousand leads? Yeah. Whereas we can automate it so that our system does it for you mm -hmm. and even do bonded alerts where if somebody actually starts looking at one particular home for the fourth time and we can say, this person is really bonded to this type of listing. So anytime, and, and you know, and we're monitoring everything that's going on in the MLS, so anytime something changes with homes in that basket, we can actually send listing alerts. We call that a bonded listing alert, right? The, 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 the sort of transformational step was when we in a sense brought listing alerts to um, social media. And we said, okay, you know, over time, people are not opening up their emails and not looking at listing alerts for your email. But what happens if every single time they get onto to Facebook, which is 12.7 times a day, they see homes 
that we already know are precisely what they're looking for. Right. So in the right home to the right person at the right time at all times. So the return to site rate, our client site that we built for them went through the roof, right? So dynamic remarketing took everything to the next level. Then we said, okay, what happens when a consumer has elevated behavior? Now what? Well, we started sending the priority alerts to the agent, tapping them on the shoulder. But even, even on top of that, we know, as you already said, we don't have the agent's full attention and they're busy and they're doing lots of things and they don't always, in a timely way, follow up with that lead. So we said, we want to do it for them. So we built a tech that was reactive, right? We called that behavioral texting based on behaviors, send certain text messages to the consumer. Then we took it a whole other level and we introduced Raya uh, to the world. And that's where our AI started getting proactive, not just reactive. So, so, so let's back up just a little bit because you mentioned texting and you just blow over that because you've been doing it for so long. Yeah, sorry. But, but the reality is, I mean, I still hear from agents all the time that, oh, how did you follow up? Well, you know, I called him and I sent him an email. Okay, well, <laughs> what else, right? There's five different ways to follow up. So uh, I think I've, I've heard a lot of stats. I, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. I'm sure you're, you do, but people respond to texts way more than they respond to email or yeah, even voicemail. There's like a 90% response rate to text. Yeah. Bill, and it's not, you know, it's, it's logarithmically larger than email. Yes. And you can think about it like yourself. Like I, my inbox is just overwhelmed. My email inbox is overwhelmed and I get hit up all the time and I don't respond to email, but I always tell people like, and I'll tell you, Brian, like, you want to talk to me? Don't email me because I'm going to miss it. Yeah. Right. That's me. Right. Yep. You want, if you want like a timely response, text me. Right. Because when I you get 300 emails a day, it's tough. And you're in meetings all day. It's really hard to be on that. Right. So if you're, if you're out there emailing some client who's running a business, they're likely not going to respond to those emails. I think that but by I getting a text that, right yeah. here, I mean, I'm talking to you right now and texts are coming in and I'm not looking at those, but they're blowing up. Right. So right. I think, I think that texting is a precursor to a phone call. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're trying to do. Right. I, I think that close rates are so high. Um, if you can actually eventually get a face to face. So we look at this as steps, necessary steps. Let's get a, a, a you know, a valuable conversation going through text where you're helping them. Right. Not just some generic AI, but very precise AI saying, can I, you know, can I send you some listings that I already know you're interested in, right? We are being really helpful mm -hmm. and we can program this so that you don't have to. Yeah. And then when the consumer responds via text, like I've had, I've had agents who've been like <laughs> with me, literally with me having a coffee or something and sitting here and they're like, Howard, you wouldn't believe this conversation. I'm just watching it. I'm like, I'm like, turn off Raya. Like, like go text them. Like, oh, now she's fine. <laughs> you know, it's like so funny. Um, and, and then, and that's the next step, right? So turn off the automated stuff that's going on, get personal, set up a phone call, set up an in-person meeting. Like that's, that's where we're going. At the yeah. end of the day, are we, are we disintermediating the agent? Think about it. No, we're actually making the agent way more efficient and getting them more face-to-face -face appointments so they can close at really high rates. So that's how I see it. Um, Diva is incredible. We've got tremendous plans for Diva. 
Diva is not a product. I always tell my folks that Diva is a platform. What's the difference between a product and a platform? We are going to continue to launch products off of this platform. So the, the two first immediate products that we launched were dynamic video ad or Diva based listing rockets, as well as Diva based branded ads. So we always like to solve problems. One of the problems, you know, a couple of years ago that we saw in the industry was people didn't want just templatized websites that looked like everyone else's website. Mm -hmm. They wanted their own website, but to build their own really badass custom website, there were, there were companies out there charging tens of thousands of dollars, right? So there was a problem that we could solve. We built a proprietary layer of technology on top of Squarespace so that we could very quickly work with a client, help them produce a very customized website to themselves, but do it very efficiently. And through the Ylopo mission control, they can go in any day and very easily customize, continue to customize their own site or we'll do it for them if they don't want to touch it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like solving a problem. Now we did that and we weren't charging them. Like it was all like in a setup fee and it was all covered. Like there was no tens of thousands of dollars to, you know, to set up a website or continue to customize it. As part right. of getting all this other stuff, you can also have this $30,000 website, right? Exactly, exactly. So I thought that was really cool to solve that issue. The other was like open, open house technology. I, I love it when people are getting, in a sense, free organic leads into their nurture system, not just having to buy leads from us or from others, right? So, you know, we built a really cool open house tool. And so you set it up, you got a nice iPad, you know, with an iPad stand, you set it up, people go in, they put in their information and it goes right into whatever CRM you have. It goes right into the wide open nurture system. We've had consumers come back to the open house, literally the same open house the next day and tell the agents, I've already got listing alerts from you guys. Like, how cool is that? Right? Yeah. And, and those are, those are free downstream leads. People looking at open houses, right. Who are going into the system. So, so, it, problems. so so if I'm an agent and I've been in an open house and I've had, let's just say I had 10 buyers, 10 families come through those families, instead of having to go back and plug them into my CRM, you have an integration with the CRM that data is pushing from the iPad to the CRM setting up alert, alerts without them up, having uh, to set up the alerts. So yeah, setting up dynamic email alerts, setting up dynamic remarketing, Raya, everything, they go into that nurture system. And if you have, you know, 15, um, you know, folks that come into an open house, that's like buying 15 Zillow leads. I mean, that's like, that's like $3,000 that you just picked up in one open house. Like I'd go out and borrow open house and people that didn't want to run them just to get the, the free downstream buyer leads. Right. Yeah. Right. But, um, yeah. So, so yeah, so that's, that's really cool. I think Diva is really a game changer. You know, what we're, the problem we're solving there is, you know, we know that video is the future within 24 months, 82% of all internet traffic will be video based. People are consuming video. No one's really reading anymore. Right. Yeah. So yet the opportunity is that there is a tremendous amount of very cost-effective video-based ad space available on social media. The disconnect or the problem that we solved was that for the average team leader or agent or independent broker, whatever, 
it's a process to like shoot videos, edit videos, upload the videos, figure out a marketing campaign on the videos, formatting those videos for Facebook versus Instagram versus YouTube. Those are all different optimal formats, right? Yeah. Um, we even apply artificial intelligence to sift through the photos of a listing to make sure we don't show, you know, four pictures of the bathroom, right? We're, we're showing the best photos uh, from the, you know, from the listing, right? But we're solving a big problem because, because you can't show long form videos. You invested all this time, energy, money in your beautiful long form video. And that's exactly the wrong format for video on social media, right? right. Um, and you invested all this time, energy and money. So you want to keep pouring money into that video, but it ages out very quickly, right? It just ages out very quickly. So short attention span theater out there. So you need to solve that problem. We solved it by creating a machine that can create literally tens of thousands of videos instantaneously. All, so, so the two products, one is really like listing based. Every single time you get a new listing, you can run a diva listing rocket and just smother your database, right? With, with beautiful video ads based on that listing, right? Targeted marketed to the right demo for that particular listing. And, you know, people are running listing rockets for $65. So <laughs> no, are you just rolling this out now? Diva is brand new, right? Brand new. We launched it to our own community uh, the, uh, two Thursdays ago. So the okay. Thursday before I went to Inman. Um, and we're only been, only been doing it for a week. It's not available to people outside of our community right now. Um, and it's crazy. I mean, there's like literally like a hundred listing rockets being run a day right now. It's, and we're just getting started. Um, so very it's cool. Very, so it's $65 to run a listing rocket. Yeah. And, and the reach is amazing. Like the number of, of, of impressions, views, completed views. It's insane. It's just incredibly it, like, it's like, it comes down to like, 13 cents of true engagement. It's incredible. So it can go really, really far. The other part of it is you can press a one touch button and it will automatically send a report to the seller. A beautiful report showing the reach of the marketing, showing them how many clicks, how many views, you know, um, and the seller is like, wow, this is cool. Like you didn't just put it on the MLS, like you're actually spending marketing dollars. Spending money on me. Reach. Yeah. yeah, they feel great about it. And, and, and you're communicating with me and you're actually giving me a report showing me what's happening, right? So, right. so many, so many values there. And we have another one touch report for your listing presentation because our clients wanted that as well, where you could actually then go into listing presentation and say, here's the Diva listing rockets we're going to run for you. Look at, look at the success we had with this last one. And, and like what other agent is going to show them that, right? So they have the leg up in the listing presentation. And on top of that, we have a one touch. Well, I shouldn't say a one touch report. We do this for free for our clients. We'll put our clients branding on a PowerPoint. So we put their own branding on it and they use it for recruiting other agents to their team. And they'll say, if you come to our team, you get this, 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 right? Um, so that's something that's something uh, we'll need to talk about integrating because we also have a recruiting platform where those leads get dropped straight into that. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So, so, so on top of the Diva platform, we're going to build a Y-Lopo agent recruiting machine. That's where we turn off the buyer, seller, or consumer audiences, and we turn on the agent audiences so that my teams who need to recruit can stay front and center with the whole agent community in their geographic sphere with great videos. Now, those, an example of a video could be, you know, you as a team leader congratulating one of your agents 
on the sale of a home and how, how they sold it quickly or whatever it was, right? Mm -hmm. So an agent who's kind of getting ready to leave for whatever reason, their team looks at these videos and says, like, wow, this is a team leader that really appreciates their team, right? So it, it's so staying, you know, top of mind, front and center, to buyers, to sellers, to other agents, it's, it's really important, right? And Diva can do that you know, like literally my clients, it's two clicks to create a diva ad, two clicks, they don't do anything, right? They just shoot an ad, edit an ad, figure it out, Facebook manager, like two clicks, put in the MLS number, you know, choose your budget, boom, done. Are, are those videos including self, which me recording a video myself as well, or are those just automated happening without any? Yeah, so they're, yeah, so they're, um, so they're automated, the, the, the listing rockets, because it's, it's based on the listing itself. Mm -hmm. It's my brand, right? It's, it's, it's our brand, our logos, yeah. our imagery, whatever overlaid, but it's, it's the listing data that's powering, you know, moving and, and music and all that just yeah. auto creates, right? It auto creates. And, um, you know, look, I'm going to give you some advice. If you want to create the world's most sophisticated, long form, beautiful, expensive video, good luck. It'll be amazing, but you're not going to get a lot of, you're not going to get a lot of ROI on it. Right. Um, the other divas that are going are branded. So they're not listing based. The other ones are branded. So we're building a, a ever growing large library of cool videos that you can throw your brand on and just run. So we have like a really cool one. Everyone loves this video for some reason. It's very funny. It's like kitchen hacks. And so I didn't know this until I saw the video. You can, you can take a piece of celery, <laughs> put it inside, you know, a loaf of bread and it doesn't get moldy like forever or <laughs> some crazy thing. Okay. So it's just kind of a quick little video oh, cool. and you see someone putting celery in a bread and, and so people like it, like they want to see it, right? Well, that's what our agents want. They want something that's going to get the attention of their consumers. Um, so for every single holiday, we do something. For example, we just had a series of Super Bowl ads. Put your brand on Super Bowl ads. Um, we had, you know, holiday ads, obviously, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving, Father's Day, 4th of July, like we just keep creating ads, all kinds of ads. Yeah. So it's a, it's a giant library, choose the ads you like, put your brand on it, two clicks, run it. The third type would be customized. If you really want to customize your own mess, some of your own messaging, your own stuff, you work with our content team and we'll create custom, custom videos. So eventually, this is a vision, it's not a product yet. Eventually another product on the platform is what I call digital door knocking. Right. So instead of actually physically, nothing wrong with physically door knocking, but in addition to physically door knocking, we could create a digital door knocking program through the diva ads, which in a sense brings radio and television, the power of radio and television to the digital world. And you can reach even farther beyond your own database to your entire geographic sphere. So we, we've just launched it. Um, right now, we're still getting the bugs out, the kinks, all that. You know, everyone's breaking stuff. Right. So we can fix it. Um, this is the fun part and it'll keep, it'll keep growing. So. Very exciting. Well, uh, I, I'm looking forward to spending more time catching up and just getting a real deep dive of this. Cause this is some really cool stuff and just learning more about it. Uh, thanks for spending time with us today. The couple of questions before you go, I just wanted to know what, uh, what books being not in real estate, but what books, have helped you get your mindset have helped you like with your business skills is there one book that stands out for you that our audience should uh should make sure they read so it's interesting it's a little known book <laughs> no one knows it i'm gonna find it on the bestseller list 
And it was written by a mentor of mine a long time ago. And it's got a very apt title. It's called Clarity. Clarity. Yeah. Um, I like it, I guess, because I'm a simple guy. So it's pretty simple. <laughs> it's the kind of book you kind of keep by your bedside and just like, it's a back to basics stuff. We, it's stuff we know, but you got to read again um, down to like, you know, time blocking, right. And triaging, putting the most important tasks first, um, you know, really assessing what am I getting a return on investment on and what am I not just basic stuff that I use team leaders should use. Um, you know, uh, I think that, you know, for me, I've learned most, honestly, from experience. I'm a, there's all kinds of intelligence, right? Um, experiential intelligence, I think, has been very important for me. It's learning from experience, not looking at, as, at anything as a failure, and I've had my fair share of them, but, but looking at them as learning moments um, and also learning from the successful moments as well. And how do we keep doing more of that, right? Yeah. So, I think that we also need to spend quiet time. It's very important to spend quiet time away from the weeds um, and think deeply about our experiences and what's that, what is that teaching us, you know, about going forward. Um, we can do a whole nother podcast about my 12 commandments of business success. We could do that. Um, I think there's a really cool one I was talking to you about, about even if you never ever use Ylopo, which I understand there's a lot of other providers out there and I'm not really not here trying to sell Ylopo. But the importance of, of teams building databases of relationships, I see this very clearly right now. You need to build an asset that lives beyond just you. And wouldn't it be nice to create an asset that has terminal value, a forever income producing machine? And even if you went and cruised around the world for a month, this database, as long as you also have the right people, will continue producing very, very serious income streams. Well, that's a whole nother thing that I'm really interested in teaching. And again, you don't, do not have to you know, build it on my local. You can build it on a lot of other you know, tech and systems that are out there. But I am, I would, you know, with laser clarity, this is one of the ways that people can stop chasing commission checks and build an income producing machine that will last forever. Yeah. Awesome. So if we want to see some of these videos you were talking about, is there a place we can go for that? Uh, yeah. So just go to our website. Just go to whatever.com. You should see it there. There's also whatever.com forward slash diva and okay. you should be able to find it there, you know, as well. Whatever yeah. forward slash diva will give us that. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then as far as getting a hold of you, Howard, what's the best way to get a hold of you? You're a national speaker as well, right? So uh, if somebody wants to have you come speak, teach them, you know, teach their business about generating leads, something that obviously you're very passionate about. Yeah. How, how does somebody get a hold of you to schedule something like that? Yeah. Um, so, you know, happy to go speak in front of MLSs or, 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 you know, larger, you know, organizations. It's difficult for me. I have to run a business too. So it's difficult for me to go, actually go to offices themselves, unless, you know, it's a really massive client of ours. It's got a huge office, then, you know, we can do that. Um, but yeah, if they want to get a hold of me, just, um, uh, you know, Facebook message me. That's great. You can also, um, you know, come in through, through the Wailapo site. Um, so I think Facebook messenger, probably it's kind of like, you know, my text messaging is a great way to great way to get a hold of me. Um, I'm also, my email is Howard at Wailapo.com. So Howard at Wailapo.com is another great way to, to get a hold of me. So, 
happy to, to do that. I love giving back. I love speaking. Um, and um, I'm obviously excited about what we do. That's what we do. But I'm also happy to speak about things that go beyond, you know, YLOPO and, and talk about some of these other things um, that we've talked about. One of the things I love about you, you're, you're super passionate about what you're doing and, and I feel the same way about what I'm doing. I, I know a lot of people in real estate though, don't, don't necessarily feel that way. Some of the business builders do. What I love about what you guys do is it creates that feeling of, hey, I love this. I'm excited to go take this to the next level. So congratulations on all your success. Hey, when we're out there with teams, every you know, pretty much most of the teams that we're talking to are all talking about why Lopo. So it's well, look, I think, I think, I think the thing that I, I really have seen and noticed is it's easy to feel a, a, the weight of the world and feel a little bit crushed by these giant multi-billion dollar publicly traded companies, companies that have received $500 million of SoftBank money, whatever, that are coming into the space. And you know, you, you can feel really intimidated by that and you can feel really fearful about that. And I think that's a lot of what's driving my passion because I love helping the Davids compete against the Goliaths. And whether it was my first business out of college, my second business, or now my third business, when somebody tells me I can't do something, I will go to great lengths to prove them wrong. Which is why you're so successful. So <laughs> keep, keep that up. I love your mindset, love your mentality. And thank you for joining us on the show today. It's been awesome. I appreciate it, Brian. Thank you so much for having us. So there you have it. Thank you for joining us on our podcast. If you have an interest in a free seven-day trial of Sisu, make sure that you use the coupon GRIT, that's G-R-I-T, to waive all your setup fees and receive a 10% discount on your subscription. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and want to subscribe, search GRIT, the Real Estate Growth Mindset Podcast on iTunes. And with that, we'll catch you next time. Take care.